This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. Splash Refresher spices up my daily water intake by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Every Splash Refresher flavor is delicious, bright, flavorful, and zero calories. I don't waste time on flavorless water I don't enjoy. I just drink Splash and I like it. My favorite flavor is the lemon. It really does taste like lemonade. My favorite is the mandarin orange flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Hello and welcome back to Child Proof by Batches Media. I'm Gwena Lathland. And I'm Tori Phantom. This episode is dedicated to every parent who is looking forward to a new year, new you. And to all the parents who won't really notice except that the neighbors won't stop popping off weapons-grade explosives down the street. Happy fucking new year. I hate fireworks. <laughs> uh, do you celebrate New Year's with the kids? Uh, kind of. <laughs> celebrate <laughs> is a strong a fascinating word. sound. Is- so celebrates a strong word. We recognize it. Acknowledge it. <laughs> First, we need to start the timer. Okay, so if New Year's, it's not, I have never viewed it as a holiday. That's what I'm saying. I don't really celebrate it because it doesn't, it doesn't feel holiday to me. Yeah, like the only thing that's going to happen for sure, the only thing I can promise is I'm going to write the date wrong to like March. Oh, Absolutely. One, 100%. Yes, that is, that's the new year. And like, sometimes I wonder, like, do other people view it as holiday? Because I have never, even pre-kids, even in my 20s, which granted, I, I had kids early in my 20s, but like, I, I never really like, my mom never went hard when I was a kid on New Year's. I didn't really do the party thing. I feel like it's not... Uh, celebrate a holiday as much as like a reason that people like to get together and party, which can mean many different things. Like partying doesn't just mean like blackout alcohol and yeah. right. Yeah. We've, we've done versions of it prior to the littles. We used to have like a game night with some friends where we would just stay up all night playing cards against humanity and monopoly. Yeah. But like our version of monopoly, which was cutthroat and involved throwing shit at each other. I refuse to play monopoly. I I lose every time because I get bored and I'm just exit the game. I'm done. I'm over it. Uh, it's not Ow. even anger. I just I just get bored. I find it I find it so dull. Uh, when I was a kid, which no hate if you love Monopoly. Yeah, if you love Monopoly, I love that for you. I just uh, if anyone knows me, I don't sit well. Uh, <laughs> but when I was a kid, my aunt would host like a New Year's Eve party. Sometimes, and I hated going because it was way more chaos than usual, which is saying a lot for my family. And <laughs> I found it very overwhelming because the adults were definitely drinking and <laughs> things were getting out of hand. I would just like find a nice corner to curl up with my Game Boy. But <laughs> on the times we didn't go to my aunt's house for New Year's, my family would do like a game night and we would play mm-hmm. penny poker. And we did this many years. I still don't really understand how poker works. And I would also (laughs) just get to a point where I'd just stand up and be like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I like the snacks. Uh, Snacks are good. See, I do. I do appreciate that. That's a thing that since having kids, I actually look forward to our New Year's Eve tradition, wherein I will go out of my way to set up a whole bunch of grazing snacks. Oh, yeah as much of what I can get out that can just sit on the counter all day and isn't going to like 
get go gross. bad. Yeah. And then a couple things that go in the fridge. Like I always have fresh guacamole, but like you get the bowl of guacamole out, you dollop on your plate, you, you know, press the plastic wrap back on and then you put it back in the your fridge. Your family does Don't... guacamole different than mine because it's not going back in the fridge. We're, it's, we're eating it. <laughs> We need to be clear here. I expect it to go back in the fridge. Now ask me if it does. <laughs> like if there is guacamole, okay, it's like vultures. We love it. Okay, we're fighting over the guacamole. Uh, <laughs> See, I make deviled eggs, but then I don't have to yeah. worry about them being refrigerated because the minute I put the deviled eggs These out. people who love deviled eggs, it's a... I am so impressed by the amount of eggs a single person can eat when there's deviled eggs involved. I don't eat any eggs, but my kid, she's a deviled egg kid. She could she oh, could yeah, down no. six of them. I I will absolutely throw concern for my cholesterol out the window when deviled <laughs> eggs have entered the chat. Yeah, so, not for me. I look at them and I'm like, that kind of smells like farts, man. Uh, like again, if you like deviled eggs, <laughs> no, that's it. fine. I just don't like eggs. I love so, deviled eggs. Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah, we. We do the grazing. Now, as far as the kids go, I've done it a bunch of different ways. Oh, me too. But it's almost never at midnight. Do you stay up till midnight with the littles? Yes. I'm not talking about the older one. The older one is like, yeah, if, she's old enough. My oldest makes is old it. enough. So it's kind of on New yeah. Year's. When <laughs> when they're under like four, you can find like the countdowns on YouTube. Yeah. And you can just <laughs> done that 930. One. Happy New Year. Let me tuck Happy you in so you don't mess up your sleep schedule too much because you have to go back to school in a couple days. Uh, yeah. But once, they, once they're like five and up, it's kind of if you can make it till midnight, cool, but it's not like necessary. Mm -hmm. uh, we do like family games. We will pull out some board mm -hmm. games. We always have, you know, the Times Square New Year's thing playing on the TV. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we, you know, the ball drops. Woohoo. Exciting. Please go to bed now. Uh <laughs> As of last year, All right, I, I started, my my kid's friend joined us for New Year's. Mm -hmm. And this year, my kids have requested that my extra kid is also there. This year, they're like, can we talk to her mom? We get her for New Year's, right? I'm like, do we have a custody agreement with friends, moms? <laughs> okay. Yes, you do now. You get her, you Tori, get your you own are kid the safe for, house. <laughs> you get your own Welcome kid Welcome to the Christmas. teenage years. <laughs> I get her for New Year's. Uh, apparently, yes. that's how this goes now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, it's yep. not it's not a big deal. It's not like a huge celebration. It's just like uh yeah, we have extra snacks. We'll pull the board games out. Yeah. And if you make it till that late, cool. And if you just sit on your iPad and come out for the ball drop, that's fine too. It's, we just don't make a big to do about it. Um, I think this year I'm probably going with the and this is gonna get me in trouble by some people I know. I'm straight up gonna lie to my five year olds. I'm just gonna wind the clocks because they're they're getting desperately close to reading clocks like yeah. they can get the whole hours if it's yeah. not right on an hour they don't know what time it is but the whole hours right. they they got those so i'm just gonna wind the clocks back <laughs> they can read the clock but do they really know what that means because that's that's a different skill to to be able to say well yeah. that means that it's at this time like no nah, it's a dark yeah. out it's the new year good night i don't, good I, don't night. Think, I think that's fine i mean it's not like a necessary thing no, it's not. I've also done the thing because I live in a different time zone. I live in central time zone. So I at least bought us an hour because the the New York right. uh, Times Square ball drop happens at 11 o'clock my time. So we're like, three, two, one. Huh? I have 
always wondered, does it play live or do they stagger it and you get like a delayed feed? So they used to stagger it, but now with the advent of streaming, that's more difficult to do. Oh, that makes sense. So they used to stagger it. When I was a kid, the New York Times Square ball dropped at midnight my time, even though it had already done it an hour before, because time zones are fucking confusing. So confusing. So confusing. I I hate it. Even just scheduling this podcast is always a nightmare. Okay, what time were we recording? 11? Which time? My time or your time? Which direction do I... Is that... is that is it my time? No, it's nine no. my time. Okay. No, I've skipped a whole number. We do this oh. every week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> Our producer, Becca, like, she's going to fire us. Yeah. I, I text Gwenna some mornings and she's like, Tori, it's five here. My bad. Put it on do not disturb. I don't know what to tell you, Gwenna. <laughs> <laughs> it's on do not disturb. <laughs> The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to stow away those jackets and sweaters and break out the shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Okay, yes, it's time to put away the sweaters unless you married a polar bear. I definitely married a polar bear, and he keeps this house at a number I don't want to say because it's too low. My saving grace is that I get to wear the softest cotton sweater. It's so cozy and it's bulky and I love it and I get to use it all year round. Quince sweaters are so good. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash childproof for free shipping on your order in 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash childproof to get free shipping in 365 day returns. One last time, quince.com slash childproof. Did you know that summer is so close? I've been trying desperately not to think about it. And our kids are going to be home from sunup to sundown for several months. I love them so much. I love spending time with them. I have so many exciting things planned, but we're also going to have a lot of downtime. We need things to do for the rainy day that are going to keep them engaged and help them to be creative. And I found the solution, KiwiCo. Oh, it's raining and gross outside? Cool. Would you like to dig up dinosaurs or build a windmill? Those are the Kiwi kits we have. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside explore and stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the summer adventure series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where kids build an actual bottle rocket, help to turn outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. We've made the Bottle Rocket and it was incredibly fun. You'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at KiwiCo.com with promo code CHILDPROOFSUMMER. That's 20% off your summer adventure at KiwiCo.com promo code childproof summer once more kiwico.com promo code childproof summer 
we do the the grazing. Uh, sometimes I'll get the little goofy glasses or the hats or something. Or I the will if I'm at the grocery store rollers. a few days beforehand and I see the right. like end cap and I'm like, oh, I should get those. It, honestly, <laughs> it completely depends on how, and I'm, I'm going to use the term, how big Christmas was, which is roughly translated to how hard the grandparents went yes. and how much crap we have in the house <laughs> left over from Christmas yeah. a week ago. <laughs> Oh, for sure. For sure. Mostly, mostly New Year's Eve is just me remembering to Benadryl the dog because mm. uh, fireworks. Fireworks. That's and right. reading books after my kids go to bed. Um, if I make it to the actual New Year, hip hip hooray. Um, it probably wasn't intentional. I just got like really into yeah. my book. <laughs> I uh, I just I, I have insomnia. So like I'm going to be up, you know, uh, <laughs> That's uh, I think just, that's where just, we're at now. Just get a little tiny bell. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that's, Yay, Jim and I watch the bell drop. We we do our toast and then it's like, all right, good night. There's no, I don't, I don't have the energy to do more than that. That was enough. <laughs> now, here's a thing that is a bit of a tradition. Uh, we do a tech-free New Year's Day. We open oh. every year with as few devices as possible. Now, we will use Spotify, uh, which does technically involve the use of a device, but we'll turn the music on and then we'll set the device down and we'll just walk away. And then whatever comes on the playlist, no one gets to complain about or skip or anything. So it's on, uh, but it's not, it's not anything. And then we take the Christmas. We have such, no one gets to complain. We have such rigid rules about how we can skip songs in our houses. (laughs) Like here. See, I, if, if I am one the DJ. person wants to listen, if one person likes the song, we can't skip. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to agree that you want to skip or it comes to a vote. Majority rules. <laughs> but <laughs> during any listening session, everyone gets one skip. Doesn't matter what anyone else feels about it. Everyone gets one that they're like, nope, this is mine. I don't want to hear this song. We, yeah. we take it so seriously. <laughs> See, and we take it seriously, but whoever's playlist it is, is the one who decides whether we skip or not. Now you can tell, like if we're listening to Jack's playlist and I'm like, I am not in the mood to hear Enter Sandman for the 3000th time. Can we skip this song? He may take it into consideration and opt to skip or not, but ultimately his decision is final. No, I like Enter Sandman. Go put on your headphones and listen to something else if you don't want to. I think it's, I I always have my speakers going and I have this beautiful ability where I will create a playlist in a queue where I have a pattern of our family members (laughs) and I pick a song that I know they're into right now and I just keep going. And so anytime that it's Jim's turn, he knows he's going to get seven duster tool, which Mm -hmm. I usually don't go for tool because I don't want to listen for 12 minutes, but (laughs) (laughs) just, just a guitar making a slightly more complicated wine every measure. (laughs) Anyway, tech free new year's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> derailed so quickly so yeah we do we do a tech free we do a tech light because i mean there are certain parts of 21st century life and the way our life is set up we're never going to be fully tech free right but we're choosing we're not watching any movies because we have probably christmas movied ourselves silly mm-hmm. the past month we've got music on sometimes we actually get out the uh record player yeah. and and really go low tech but then we undecorate for christmas <laughs> i do that december 26th 
See, I continue to have, I have a giant family, so I continue to have Christmas events right up until about New Year's. I would take it down Christmas (laughs) night, but I am positive that my brother would fly down to Kentucky from New York and beat me up. (laughs) So, yeah. We, we take ours down January 1st because that's the point at which all of the extraneous Christmases, because both Jack and I have uh, split families. Mm-hmm. So we have 16 different directions we have to travel Lovely. for the holidays. That's fun. So yeah, we, we take it all down January 1st. We reset the house. So we're starting the new year with like a perfectly clean slate. Yes, I do. I do some more cleaning, but it's mostly just cleaning up after Christmas. See, and that's why I take everything down December 26th, because before Christmas, I love the Christmas decor, mm-hmm. but Christmas creates such a chaos mm-hmm. that it really stresses me out. And so I just have to rid myself of it immediately. (laughs) That's also the time that we finally, if there were, you know, toys that hadn't made it into the bedrooms, because we we leave the toys out for a little while, especially since we're in and out for days. Right. So we'll get little bits of, yeah, you can play with your new toy. Okay, now we have to go to Papa's. So January 1st is the point at which, if anything required a big rearrange because you got a new big toy or something requires more space that wasn't available, we'll, we'll do all of that on January 1st. That's part of just our New Year's thing. And then we've done essentially a hard reset and we're entering the new year on a good, solid footing. I honestly think I'm going to steal this tradition from you because this sounds pretty solid. Like, let's let's start it off on the right foot. But I'm not like a big New Year's person in general. Like if we're talking about just the idea of New Year's, not just the celebration of New Year's Eve. Yeah, I don't buy into it like other people do. And that's not a judgment Mm -hmm. of folks who are like, these are my resolutions, whatever. I'm not a resolutionary. In general, Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. and I have this thing where I'm like, my New Year is like my birthday. That is my mm. new year, not the calendar day. Yeah. And even no, with that, that, I'm like, new year, say me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the changes happen over time. And just personally, like, I don't put a lot of pressure on myself when it comes to the calendar date of New Year's because yeah. I'm like origami. I'm going to fold under pressure. <laughs> so it's, it's not as realistic for me. But I also Mm -hmm. love seeing everyone's like, these are my resolutions. Here's my 74 goals. They're highlighted and I have pictures. And I'm like, where did you get the poster board? (laughs) When did you have time for this? I was undecorating for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) So that's when we were doing it. I don't do resolutions. Resolutions to me, and it might just be my experience with them. It might be how they presented to me. So if you have a different definition than I do, I love that for you. I'm not trying to take it away from you. But for me, resolutions end up just fail points. I'm going to, okay, I get stating intentionality. I get manifestation. Like I'm not teasing any of these concepts, but To me, saying I'm going to do a thing or I am going to be a certain way is just a really good way to get disappointed in yourself when your humanity takes over or you slip up or you make a mistake. And there's always the dialogue, well, when you make a mistake or when you slip up on your resolution, you just start again. Okay, no, but I've already broken the resolution. I think for some people it works really well, but I have mental illness. So (laughs) I have ADHD. It's (laughs) right. And I'm just going to spiral about it. Now I've abandoned yeah, the no. resolution. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really, no, 
No, I had caffeine on January 3rd. Clearly, I cannot start over. The year is, is gone. It's done. 363 days just wasted. <laughs> spring has sprung, and that means it's time for spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, or a flight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all of your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code CHILDPROOF when you register. Just go to the App Store, Google Play Store, and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code CHILDPROOF. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code CHILDPROOF. Hydrating doesn't have to be boring. Splash Refresher spices it up by putting fun and hydration in one. Because as a mom, I already have my hands full. Splash Refreshers are delicious, bright, flavorful, and available in five craveable flavors. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and a splash of sweetness for a hydrating and delicious beverage you'll come back to again and again. My favorite flavor is the lemon. Uh, it really does taste like lemonade, so I'm getting hydrated, and it just feels like I'm drinking lemonade. Splash Refresher perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. Available in five craveable flavors, wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange, Splash Refresher is there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. There's a flavor for everyone to enjoy. They are delicious, bright, flavorful, and hydrating, and zero calories, so you can have fun flavored water without any guilt. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I do, however, believe in goal setting. And I know every time I'm like, no, I don't do resolutions. I do goals. Like somebody like raises an eyebrow skepticism. (laughs) (laughs) But I do something called a vision board. I've seen your vision boards. They are. Which is very Pinteresty of me. Incredible. 10 out of 10. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But in that, I've really tried to make myself focus on attainable, measurable goals. And the attainable and the measurable part, (laughs) the measurable part are distinct and important from one another. So let let's say that for our audience this is this is this is going to be highly applicable you want to yell less solid goal that is a really solid goal how the hell do you tell if you have yelled yet less by the end of the year yeah that's very true and that can also fall back into that uh fail spot because yes. then the second that you do yell you go oh, I'm already failing yes and now you're yes. focused on every time you do yell thinking that you've failed so I've, I've blown the whole year because I yelled. Right. So when I'm working on my vision for 2024, if a broad goal is yell less, mm-hmm. okay, what is something measurable and attainable that I can do? Humans don't abstract well. 
And by instinct, we remember the bad way easier than we remember the good. Well, it's and that's a protection how we learn from it. It's protection right. and it's learning. Absolutely. Right. And our mom shame and our mom guilt will catalog every time we yell. Yeah. If you don't know the difference between mom shame and mom guilt, we did a whole episode about yeah, that. You should, you should go listen to that one too. Or alternatively, you can pre-order my book in which there is an entire chapter about mom shame and mom guilt. And that book was written by a TikTok sensation. (laughs) Do you know, do you know my entire marketing agency is shifting their messaging to TikTok sensation because of you? I'm so happy to hear that. You know, that was my resolution. So here we are. (laughs) So anyway, aside from me yelling at Tori on a podcast, so... We we will remember every time we fucked up, but how do you get yourself to remember every time you made progress, every time you didn't yell? If we're talking about yelling, let me mm-hmm. share some things in the way I would consider this. Okay. Okay. Because the goal is to yell less, right? But mm-hmm. to yell less, we have to recognize what is the trigger point for us yelling. Right. At what instances am I most a or most likely to yell? So if we take the time, maybe this is part of the goal. Okay, when I have my morning coffee, I am going to consider yesterday, the moments where I might have yelled or the moments I did yell. How did I escalate from this point to that point? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm aware of that. What can I do next time that I mm-hmm. am in this type of situation to regulate or to avoid yelling or to communicate? So Mm -hmm. that we can get past this point, right? Because then these are things that are now in our heads. And when Mm -hmm. those moments happen where I'm going to yell, oh my, I'm going to lose it. Take a breath. I've spent time thinking about this. If you're you're a person who feels like journaling is a great way Mm -hmm. to get these thoughts out. If just sitting, spinning on your thoughts isn't the right way for you, we can journal about this. But the goal is Mm -hmm. if we want to yell less, we have to do self-reflection to figure out where that's coming from and how to kind of step in the way of that and also recognize as humans, like you're going to yell sometimes. Well, and see, the the best way to combat yelling is not pretending that you're not going to yell or not going to be tempted to yell. The best way to is to acknowledge my kids or my own emotional state is going to push me to the edge that I feel like yelling is catharsis or yelling is the solution. So if you mm-hmm. know that about yourself, if you acknowledge that about yourself, then a way to make an attainable and measurable goal is tell yourself, when I feel like yelling, I'm going to walk away. And then you're going to give yourself a place. Typically for me, it's around my vision board where I've written it down on a little poster. And I will walk in and on the bottom corner, every time I chose, I recognized I'm going to yell my head off at these damn kids. That is not the solution. It's going to make everything worse. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to take some deep breaths and I'm just going to put a little hash mark on the bottom of my vision board because I I chose in that moment to regulate my own shit instead of making it my kid's problem. I didn't yell. I was still pissed. Okay. But it forced me to walk away, calm down. And it gave me a way to, to mark, to, to remember that I didn't yell at my fucking kids. So I, I love this. And also I want to, here, like, paint me a word picture of what the vision board looks like for you, because I do something that I started last year, and it mm-hmm. has been incredible for me. It's not a vision board. It's not that. But what you just said about the tallies made me think of it. So explain your vision board, and then I'm going to explain okay. what I do, maybe if I remember. We'll see. 
Let's go. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> so I, I have categories that I fill out. One of them is big goals. And these are things that don't necessarily change. You, maybe you're wanting to buy a house or finish a college degree or go on a trip to Europe or write a book, something that these are big goals that you're constantly working toward. There's really no expectation that you finish them in this calendar year. If you do, great. Congrats. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. But like, these are just things that are there to make sure that all of your other little goals are sort of like pointing you in that direction, right? And okay. then I list family goals. So if my daughter wants to become a meteorologist and my husband wants to save enough money to build a project car, well, in some fashion, those are goals of mine too, because I want to support them in their goals. So it's not your goal, but it's an awareness of everyone around you too, so you can yeah. support each other. I love that. My categories are personal growth, which could be how many books you read, if you want to learn a music, if there's a skill that you're wanting to get done, taking better care of yourself. I know you had a book goal last year. I did. What was your book goal and what, how La many books to this day did you read? Last year, uh, at, the, at the start of 2023, I wanted to read 48 books. This year, as of the date that this is being released, I read 43. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. <laughs> I, was, I was so excited for myself. So I, I didn't so meet my goal. But, but here's the thing about the goals. The reason they're different from resolutions is I got 43 books into a 48 book goal. Right. Like, right. The, it's I'm not a finish line. It's not a finish line. It's, it's not I, look how line. close I got. Yeah. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. So uh, my other categories are personal, professional, which for me as an owner of my business, that's a goal, but maybe that's not a category for you, but that could be getting a promotion, completing projects, measurable goals, like a follower counter sales goals or something, health and wellness. So that's gym goals, personal records, total minutes of cardio. I'm not a big fan of weight as a goal um, because weight moves for a reason. But right. do what you need to do to keep yourself focused and centered. And then other categories can include fun, family, vacation, hobbies. It's, it's your vision. What are some things that are going to keep you focused and motivated? I've actually made a downloadable version of my vision board. Um, it's on mamacusses.com. There's a whole section of downloadables. There's some other cool stuff if you want to check it out. But if you want to explore what my version of a vision board looks like, if you want to play with it, it's free to download. It doesn't cost anything. You're going to get a PDF. You can print it out. You can play with it. You can completely ignore it. I don't fucking care. But if you're curious, and I'm not explaining it very well, go download it from mamacusses.com. It's great. And I just want everyone to know that Gwenna made this downloadable for her website and she sent it over to me and was like, what do you think? And I was like, I love this so much so exciting. And then what happened is she texted me and said, Jack just pointed out that I had the wrong year listed. The whole so <laughs> it it's has fixed been resolved. Now. But again, as we were saying, that's kind of the thing with the New Year's. You're going to get the date wrong. So <laughs> get the date wrong. You know. <laughs> Even when you're making something specifically for the year of 2024, you're still going to write yeah. 2023. You're still going to write 2023. Yeah. <laughs> By the time baby number two comes, you feel superhuman. 
you totally have it all figured out. You got this. But then the reality sets in. It's more than twice the work and can sometimes feel like absolute chaos. It's obviously not always going to go right, but you'll take any opportunity to make it a little easier. The Honest Company has a new line of calming products for the whole family, so your little ones will go down easier and you can have a moment of honest relaxation. The Calm Collection is a line of dreamy and calming lavender products to help make you and your baby's bedtime routine smoother. They have lavender wipes to clean up sticky hands and messes, a calm lavender bath and body set that's both gentle enough for babies and soothing self-care for moms, lightweight lavender body oil to help wind down before bedtime, and fun purple printed pajamas made with 100% certified organic cotton. The sooner your little ones go to bed, the sooner you are able to relax. For a little while, anyway. Their Calm Lavender Collection is made with lavender essential oils that help calm babies before bed. And their super absorbent overnight diapers have up to 12 hours of leak protection. With a focus on sustainability and clean products, The Honest Company works with toxicologists at their in-house lab to create eco-friendly, safe, and effective products you can feel good using. Body products are naturally derived and designed for all skin types, while their diapers are made with plant-based materials that are ultra-soft and super absorbent. Good for your whole family? and your environment. Try Honest for yourself. Shop at Target, Amazon, Walmart, and Honest.com. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get to enjoying some time in the sun, but springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have seasonal allergies. My husband has seasonal allergies. So from about April till June, we all sound like this just constantly. This is what we sound like without Claritin. It helps so much with being able to enjoy springtime and outside without running a water faucet for a nose. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. So how do you do it that's different? Because I know you you don't. Because when we yeah, had that discussion, when I showed you the draft, you're like, this is cool. I'm never going to use it. <laughs> Yeah. And here's the thing, though. I would love to be the type of person who does. I would. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. Maybe yeah. someday I will be. You know, I've been doing a lot of work on myself and really kind of getting my own ADHD, kind of building those systems that mm -hmm. help me more with forward thinking. I'm I'm not there yet. So for me, like, what do you want to accomplish in the next year? I don't know. I would like I, to make it through it. But there's there's I would step like one. To, I, I don't I don't know. Learn the new grocery I went store to layout. End they all, just changed it. I went to end the year with all the things alive that we started the year with. Yes. At minimum. Maybe some more rats. We'll see. But <laughs> <laughs> so for me, when I consider goals, I, I think I think of them in a more broad sense, uh, less specific. And mm -hmm. again, part of that for me is recognizing how sensitive I am to those fail spots for myself. Yeah. I will dwell on that. Mm -hmm. And that's not good for me. So I don't I don't do that. But I actually I have this friend, you might know her, uh, who like a couple of years ago when I started therapy, I said that I just want to feel better. And 
she, I'm talking about Quinna, said mm-hmm. to me that better is not a finish line. Better happens over time in little ways. And a couple years later, I'm much better. I still have a lot of work to do. But yeah. better was a goal that mm-hmm. is so nonspecific, but I can now see the ways that I am better. And so that's kind of the way that I vibe with things. So like for me, mm-hmm. one thing I want to work on, and again, I don't associate these with a calendar date. These are things I'm constantly uh, kind of trying to put focus into. One of those mm-hmm. is organizational skills. I am still trying to understand what type of organizational bin to buy. There's so many. It's overwhelming. Working on it. Uh, yeah. So it's it's things like these, like making sure that I am aware of maybe different things my kids want to try out so that I can mm-hmm. help them get to those places and support yeah. their goals. Uh, one thing for me has been to try to get out of my house more. I the, I just don't like goal, to. Tori. No, no. But so, okay. So this is tied in because more for me does not mean a lot. I'm not, I'm not an extroverted person. I don't want right. to go out more. But I just wanted to stop I standing to. in my, I my own way. recognize for my own good. Right. Yeah. And it was this recognition of sometimes I'd be invited places and I'm like, ah, well, I could go, but I know I'm going to be overstimulated. That might be really hard for me. I just, I'm just not going to go. And so over the last year, instead of just turning down any invite, what I've done is I've really like looked at, well, what's going on this week? Can I plan for the, what I call social hangover Yes. that I'm going to have the day after. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I work this in? Because I know that this is going to be a hard thing for me. And so what I mm-hmm. did instead of a vision board, okay, is December 2022, I bought this huge calendar. It is it's all huge. 12 I've months. seen it. Yes. It's on my wall. And it's this huge calendar that is um, every row is mm-hmm. uh, a month. Every column is the day of the week. And it kind of it's just a year calendar. It's, it's just a yearly decided, calendar. You have described a calendar. <laughs> right. But I mean, but it's like, it's not like a turn the page calendar. What I'm trying to say right. is it's, it's like it's the, one whole, big sheet. It's the whole year. It's a massive poster. Yep. And yep. so instead of using that calendar to plan, I mm-hmm. use that calendar to keep track of what I was doing. And so if there was something that I was going to go do, I would write it down. Okay, mm-hmm. that's in a week. Like, I'll write that down. But... I got in the habit of every day I go, I have this hanging up in my closet (laughs) and I go in there and I write down like, here's the things I did today. Here's Mm -hmm. how I was feeling. And that's important for me. I am in therapy. I'm working really hard on my mental health and to kind of notice where I'm at and what I've done. And so now I'm in the space where I'm looking at this calendar that I, that I completed. I did it. Mm -hmm. I didn't give up on this. And to see like, man, I have come a long way with my anxiety. I have come Mm -hmm. a long way and I am sometimes going out and meeting people that I would have previously been like, "Ah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So it's like, instead of this vision board of the future, I'm kind of in a space where I'm like radically accepting where I'm at now and seeing how that's changing as I'm working on myself. So like, that's a goal too. Well, and it was fascinating I'm I'm seriously considering stealing yours and doing both, like doing the vision, but also being able to track all of those small things. Like then I wouldn't have to do the tally for the yelling, although I'm still going to do that. But like being able to track, because I remember when you first realized, because this was a system that was a little bit accidental for you. You have to own mm-hmm. that. 
you didn't know it was going to become what it was when you started it. Right before your hysterectomy, you were able to look back at this calendar and you showed me, like we FaceTimed and you're like, look, my mental health really took a dip here, not a dive. It's just, I felt a drop. There was less energy. There was less emphasis. There was less enthusiasm. And then you know what happened three days later? A period. Look, it happened again this month. Look, it happened again this month. And that was actually part of the way I ended up diagnosed with PMDD because Mm -hmm. there were a lot of times it was a huge dive a a week Mm -hmm. before. So it was like being able to see that and kind of almost like predict. I got to a point where I was like, oh, if I don't do something to take care of myself, I'm going to have a panic attack because I am keeping track of my mental health. And when I did have a panic attack, I would write it on this calendar. And Mm -hmm. as data analysis, I can tell the days leading up to that was anxiety. I was doing so much. And if I was feeling bad and I'm writing on my calendar and I'm like, man, I'm having such a hard time. And I'm like, oh no, I need to take care of myself right now. It also means that you can plan for those social hangovers. Okay. Last time I went to a concert, it took me two days to really feel myself again. But I went over to my friend's house and that only took me a day, but I went over to this friend's house and that took me a goddamn week. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have to say no to the friend who's got a higher tax on your energy, which is not a, a critique of the friend. Like, it's not a critique we of We all them. have those it's people. Recognizing how we death. work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. so I actually have a goal for my calendar next year in a way I'm going to change it. Okay. Because this year I have tracked what I've done, which has been cool because when I'm feeling kind of down about myself, like, man, I, I don't ever do anything, whatever. And I look mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, like, look at, look at everything I accomplished. Look at all I was able to do this year. But next year, I am also leaving a space where I want every day to write one good thing that happened. I and it doesn't have to be that. big. It doesn't have to be some magnificent, amazing thing. It could like literally be like my kid pointed out the sunset and it was really pretty. Because I, I want to focus more on the positive and this system for me will work because I see how much it's worked for me with the other stuff. So why not add in this extra thing of positivity? That's that's my version. You know, it's not so much about the goal making, but it's it's working for me. I I love being able to look at my vision board and go. Yeah, I'm coming along there. And it, it it has taken an absolute mind shift to go instead of, yeah, I'm coming along or yeah, I'm getting there or yeah, I'm making progress. The be, the ability, and I've had to practice it and I still don't always do it. Every now and then I'll, I'll look it up, look up at a goal because it hangs on my wall. And from where I sit, I can actually see my vision board. It's taken a, a few years to be able to go, yes, I'm making progress. To, oh shit. I'm so far away from that goal. I'm never going to make it by the end of the year. You, you do have to, you have to reset there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing when we talk about attainable goals. That it's important that the goals we make are not asking ourselves to be radically different people. Right. Because like if you've never gone to the gym before and you're like, you can't hate yourself into changing. I'm going to. Yes, exactly. You can't hate yourself into changing like that first step. My friend said to me once it was like mind blowing. They were like the if you want to change something, you first have to fully accept where you're at now, because mm-hmm. if you are spending all that energy hating yourself and every mistake you make, how can you make any progress? Yeah. And that's exactly it. We can't hate ourselves into changing. Now, I'm not saying if you've never been to the gym that you shouldn't make it a goal to go to the gym if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. but take the pressure off. I mean, I am a gym goer. When I first started going, I would literally just walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes because I felt very overwhelmed yes. and like I had no idea what to do. And eventually I got to a place where I have a solid gym routine. 
And so if you have these goals that are way different than the way you currently live your life, give yourself space to kind of figure out how this is going to fit into your life and not become your whole life. Well, and consider when you're selecting goals instead of concrete things. Yes, we want the measurable. Yes, we want the attainable. This is important. Instead of go to the gym being your goal, learn how to go to the gym. You're going to learn how to do that by going. And if you go, you look at these beefcake human beings picking up real heavy shit and throwing it down with emphasis. And you're like, nope, not today. That's okay. That's okay. So I can turn around and go home and try again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. As long as you're learning to go to the gym. The goal is not go to the gym. Even if you just go and sit in the parking lot, it still is progress towards the goal. You're closer. Yeah, you got to give yourself credit. Like you deserve it. You know, you're never going to go from, I have wanted to go to the gym and I've always been afraid, but this is my goal. And then like, you're suddenly a bodybuilder. That might not end up being what you like to do. I go to the gym for my mental health. That's, it feels good for me. So it's just, it's finding that balance and where things fit in for you. But yeah, I mean, it's finding the attainable goal. What, what do you actually want? Not what do you think you should want? And I think that's where I get stuck in my own goal setting is I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I want. Uh, yeah. Oof. Uh, goal, finish my mural. <laughs> Maybe by 2025. We'll I doubt see. it. No. Probably. I don't think that thing's ever going to finish, honestly. Like, it Listen, will be fully painted, but I don't think it will ever finish. You know me so well. <laughs> I am absolutely never going to stop. Uh, it's going to have 17 layers of paint. <laughs> that was our timer. Oh, goodness. On 17 layers of paint. That was our timer. Well, I guess that leaves room for 18 layers next New Year's. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, continue to send us your episode ideas. Let us know. Do you do resolutions? Do you have goals? Do you do a vision board? How do you navigate New Year's? Because I bet that we might like those ideas too. And send all of that questions, anything you want to tell us to childproof at betches.com. Be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram. I'm Mama Cusses. They are Tori Phantom, pretty much all the places. Definitely follow Betches Moms on Instagram as well. And so you don't miss an episode, be sure to subscribe to Childproof on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple and Spotify. We love hearing from you. And remember, sometimes our kids are assholes. And sometimes it's us. Have a happy new year from everyone here at Childproof, Mama Cusses, Tori Phantom, and Batches Media. Childproof is produced by Rebecca Salsmacat and Sean Kilby. Editing by Shannon Sassone. Social media by Lauren Salome. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow us at, at Betches Moms on Instagram and send us your email at childproof at betches.com. 